You are listening to The Mark Milton Show with a Smash. Hosted by former Department of Justice Tax Division Attorney Mark Milton, the STL tax lawyer. Here's Mark Milton. I should have been a cowboy. I should have learned to rope and ride. I'd be wearing my cigarette. Yeehaw, you're listening to The Mark Milton Show with the Smash and Solly broadcasting from the Miller Furniture Studios here at STL Tax Lawyer Headquarters. Smash, Solid, great to be with you guys. We missed nice last to see week. You, buddy. Yeah. We, well, it was the ice and everything. Well, right. We've become smashed. I was all set to skate here. Did you not get your skates out? No, I can't skate anymore. Ever, not ever since I fell. Remember I fell and broke three ribs out of my rib cage? They won't let me <laughs> skate no more, man. I actually got on the ice yesterday um, for the first time in a little over a year. What about my injury? Well, we've already covered that. (laughs) I think we've covered your stay at the convalescent home. I was just trying to avoid a prolonged stay in the hospital yesterday as I got on the (laughs) ice for my kids' uh, mini-mite U6 hockey practice. and uh, I I thought I held my own out there. I kind of... Uh, tried not to fall. I didn't fall for for the hour I was out there. Mm-hmm. And they were scrimmaging, so I had to... The key there is you want to stand with your back to the boards because uh-huh. there are videos of, of of hockey coaches getting just their legs absolutely cut out from underneath them from really? play going on in another on another uh, yeah. scrimmage. So sure. I was very, very mindful of that and uh, <laughs> kind of worked the stick a little bit. As the puck would get loose, you'd kind of have to throw it back into play. So I was very, very proud of myself for... Uh, not getting injured for an hour. And also, I was actually very sore later that night, which is also kind of sad. Any truth? Because uh, Mama Milt told me this. She said that when you were a younger man, on the ice, they used to call you Triple Lux. Uh, there's there's no, <laughs> no, truth, that? no truth to that. I did <laughs> I take was her told me. figure skating course in college where no. you did have to do <laughs> really? a series of jumps <laughs> and axles. No uh, way, hey, really? At least you had to attempt them. And, oh, so that's good. experience with that. Um, but no, the ice storm, we we canceled the record. Well, you I had to. Solly, Smash sort of unilaterally canceled it. Yeah. Was that fair? I think... He unilaterally canceled it, but it was a very wise call because I was just going to be coming from down the road, and yep. even I was worried about yeah. Manchester turning into a skating rink with yep. nowhere to skid if someone's coming at you out of control. <laughs> well, but, <laughs> but isn't this just more of a, a, a so the wussification of America really was no more evident than it has been during these recent snowstorms? And I'm not, I'm not uh, to the use a smash. Jesus smashes. I ain't saying this in a bad way, but I mean. <laughs> snowstorm to yes. disrupt the school schedule yeah right and they canceled school was it so thursday is when it actually hit right they canceled school on wednesday yeah like they said went on wednesday they said we're canceling school thursday and to me it used to be you had to wait for the actual storm to hit before you would cancel school that's true well i think some of it is a sign of progress because i think the schools are a little more sensitive with because keep in mind back in the day you didn't have as many Households with two working parents, That's so true. there are more kids than ever in daycare. They need yeah. childcare arrangements made, and plus, now that you have so many schools already set up for easy virtual learning, I know for the public schools, the state limits the number of virtual days you can use. But if you didn't use them for COVID or anything, if it's a little iffy, then why not just play it a little extra safe? You're listening to PBS with Sally the Socialist. <laughs> it's a pleasure joining you, my comrades. I mean, that really was like a PBS. Was great. No, I agree with what you're saying. Look, oh, I get it. Great. Like, and also technology. I think maybe they can forecast better. 
And also, also, I think liability, like that nobody wants to be, it's kind of COVID. It's kind yeah. of ties into the COVID reaction. Sure. Everyone's afraid to make the wrong call. Yeah. But it's like at some point, you got to kind of, I mean, kids need to be in school. Yeah. It's not good for anybody. Right. Just cancel. And then they, they, our school, they said, oh, it's canceled Thursday. But then to your point, uh, we're doing virtual Friday. We're done with optional. Yeah. Nobody's doing optional. Yeah. No six-year-olds, seven-year-olds sitting in front of the screen. So yeah. it's like that's what they do now, and it's kind of more acceptable to well, claim you're going virtual when we all know nobody's learning anything sitting in front of a laptop. I started going to school before either one of you guys were born, and all truth, we used to walk through that stuff. The snow and the oh, ice. God. Didn't you go uphill both, both ways? Both ways. I'm serious. But, when they say that stuff, it's true. We well, used to do it that I, way. I agree. I'm saying that there's no doubt there's been a shift in <laughs> what is like stuff that you should just have to power through and, and, and figure out a way to get there. I mean, I don't yeah. know. It's just, oh, we're canceled. Yeah. Maybe we need to make learning how to drive in snow mandatory on the driver's test. Well, that's just it. So people drive like idiots. So those people who drive like idiots... You know, they're more likely to get an accident. I'm saying yeah. if you take it slow, if you're, you know, the ice is the key. I mean, I think the, the freezing rain is like a different animal. Yeah. But, like, we're canceling school with just snow, it seems like. With snow, you should be able to navigate without getting in an accident, if you're, if you're smart about it. Solly, we know this young man uh, from our time with him here. And I'm asking you and your best assessment. Mr. Milton seems a touch angered here today. <laughs> is there anything you might know might be bothering him? I think that he's upset that the kids nowadays are getting more snow days than he did. I think it's a little bitterness. <laughs> well, I wouldn't even call it a snow day. I'd call it a slush day. We barely even had snow coverage. Are you not telling me that uh, when you right. were, you know, 10, 12 years old, that the best thing in the world would be a snow day, even if there wasn't any snow, and that you really didn't care if there was a foot of snow outside? Well, you needed to earn it. My point is it needed to be a big snowfall where you could, like there was one, like a month ago, mm-hmm. that was legit. We had like six to eight inches of snow. Yeah. Kids could go out and enjoy it. This right. was just like we're canceling school. You know, it was a luck. sheet of ice on the ground. There <laughs> was, but I'm just saying the kids could. It would have been doable. All I'm saying is it was doable. I didn't think until kids are falling, okay, yeah, cracking their heads There's open and everything. Yeah, and remember, you've got for districts with high schools as well, or even private high schools, a bunch of 16 to 18 year old kids going out on the road. Whereas maybe back in the day, you didn't have kids driving were, then. Everyone drove in. That's what I'm saying. Nothing's changed other than our mindset. Our mindset's the only thing that changed. We've become weaker, less abil- less able to persevere, Sorry. To, to overcome obstacles. Let me ask you a question, man. You, you got children? I do not. When I come back in the next life, I want you to be my dad because you make a lot of sense. He does. Look, I get it. I'm just saying. I'm just calling out. Things change. I'm salty because Smash canceled our show last week. We were going to talk about the Super Bowl. Now it's stale. It's stale. It's stale. The Super Bowl is stale. Well, in a I way. wanted to get Smash's take on the Super Bowl yeah, halftime show. However, as how, a performer, how about Matthew Stafford? Oh, the girl oh, falls oh, to the oh, ground. He horrible. looks over the edge and walks the other way. Uh, oh, that was now terrible. He, he and his wife are chipping in to help pay the medical oh, bills. Oh, yeah. yeah. gesture after he yeah. savagely, like, just totally turned his back. Probably got a million-dollar bonus off of winning the Super Bowl. <laughs> she fractured his spine. What's 50 Gs? As long as I get taken care of, if you want to just walk by me after I fracture my back <laughs> yeah. and pay my medical bills— I think I'll take that as a fair trade. I, I shouldn't be laughing, but like the thing that was funny was I think Barstool tweeted it out, like uh, the video of Stafford yeah. turning his back, and the woman, the the uh, photographer, yeah, 
like tweeted or retweeted it and yeah. said that was me. I fractured. I only <laughs> yeah, fractured my, my spine. spine. I was like, oh geez, that's a bad yeah. look. That's a real bad look. And and on his way with his back turned, walking away. Didn't he say something to his wife, and then she came up? And well, yeah, he kind of said, like, deal with this. Yeah, I'm not right. Dealing, like, I'm right. wiping my hands with this. Yeah. Obviously, he didn't know a camera was on him. Yeah. But kind of caught his real view. And he was also drinking a beer. You know, I think he was just yeah. probably a few beers. Well, that's beer. a good excuse. I was drunk. I, I knew I couldn't do anything for him. My wife was sober, so I asked her sure. to take care of me. Yeah, and the video evidence. That makes him a good guy. But let's, let's, let's get your take. So what did Certainly. you think? Let's put the game aside, because the game I thought was rather boring, personally. I mean, at the end, they got somewhat uh-huh. exciting. Disappointing with the end. Disappointed yeah. with the ending. Yeah. But I feel like the halftime show got all this hype. Like, yeah. it was, like, the greatest thing ever. And that yeah. is, you know, the Chronic, Dr. Dre album, yeah. Eminem. Like, that is definitely an era that I can relate yes. to. However, I wasn't as, like, well, I get distracted by the, the uh, is it choreography? Chore- choreography. Choreography. Yeah. <laughs> the chore. The chore- <laughs> The, cho- the choreography <laughs> I found very distracting. Well, yeah. I don't know. That's like the new thing, the Super Bowl. It's just like, let's get a million people. Let's just fill up the field. Yeah, exactly. With dancers. Yeah. And just overwhelm the audience. Yeah. I find that to be very distracting. I also don't appreciate lip singing. Mm-hmm. You're getting paid a million dollars to perform. Why do they need to lip sync? Can you explain that to me? Some I certainly can, man. Because rapping, I'm not, not, I'm not a rapper, but I, I know. Rapping involves the use of so many words that if you mess one up, you mess up the whole, quote-unquote, song. Here's what the deal is. That is the reason you see rappers with a microphone right on their lips because you can't tell whether they're messing up or not, and everything is now lip sync because it's blowing out the front speakers. You don't know whether they're on for real, but with that mic right here to their mouth, can nobody say they ain't rapping. But see, you could obviously say they weren't because they weren't necessarily <clears throat> keeping their microphone up to their mouth. And it was very obvious they were. And now, is it lip singing or lip syncing? Sync. I always sync. thought it was lip singing. No, lip sync. You sync your lips I get to it. the actuality I of the words. I understand what the words. word sync means. Yes. But I always called it lip singing because you're singing with your lips. You're not no. singing with your voice. Maybe you're singing with your lips on karaoke night. But syncing, you're not doing, man. Syncing is an art. and People don't even know that. All right, well, regardless of what they're doing, they weren't covering their mouths, so it's very obvious they're lip syncing. Yeah. Lip syncing so I mm-hmm. find that to be distracting. Did you find any sex appeal to any of the performers? Um, Mary J. Blige, maybe. That was some interesting boots she had on. It was kind of like kind of like a waiters. Yeah, they're almost like waiters covered up her yeah her thighs. I didn't know what to make of those. I also I, th- I thought Dr. Dre. Just look kind of old. I mean, he seemed, he seemed, yeah. I mean, he is older, but yeah. he, I haven't seen him in a long time. Do you believe that they did not get paid for that? Because Mary J. Blige said she did not get paid for the Super Bowl halftime show. I don't believe that at all. Why would yeah. you? I thought that I know a couple <clears> things <throat> that they told Eminem not to make a political statement and he mm-hmm. kneeled. I didn't really catch that. Yeah. It's like a symbolic thing, but he was trying I guess to so. show solidarity with, uh, Kaepernick, so I heard, you know, there were rumors that they weren't going to get paid because they violated the contract. But I can't yeah. imagine, like, Pepsi didn't pay her? Are you saying she did it voluntarily? or What are you saying? In regards to what? <laughs> he lost his train of thought. I did. No, I'm saying, I'm you said Mary, on Blige, next. Mary J. Blige didn't get paid. Why not? Yeah. You're saying they, like, refused to pay her? No, because she, gig? she understood that the 
exposure that she would get by being a halftime performer at the Super Bowl worth more than any amount of money that you could get paid. Oh, I got you. Well, that's, so that's, that's why she said, yeah, I did it for free. That's certainly possible. Yeah. Um, I Again, I like the songs. I just wish they would do actual singing. You know rapping, what I, rapping. my prayer is? This is my prayer. What's your, what's your prayer? That next year, the NFL will say, hey, you know, along with people who love hip-hop and rap, we have people who love rock and roll. Let's put... ACDC in as the halftime show. Let them blow that place up. They're playing in Phoenix next year. See, I thought you were going somewhere else. That's my you, prayer. Let's go country. Why? Why country? I thought that last so week. More, in fact, that's right. So much more mainstream. Like I, I would think a country show. Plus, you got you got guys that kind of go across genres. You got Hootie. You got Nelly. Have done some country music. Yes, Taylor I Swift. I mean, Taylor Swift. Florida Georgia Line. Huh? I feel like Taylor Swift. Was country now? Nah, I don't know what she's doing. I wouldn't now. put Taylor Swift in there, man. I don't know what she, she's probably done a Super Bowl, hasn't she? I, that I don't know. But if you want country, man, you got to put Florida Georgia Line in there. Maybe Brad Paisley. Brad uh, Paisley. You know he's coming to uh, Chaffetz Arena with Neil or uh, Kevin Nealon. They're doing like a no kidding comedy and country. Be- yeah, they're doing a charity benefit for really? Cardinal Glennon Children's Hospital. You know who's coming to? Uh, I don't know the name of the theater, but it's the one over there, Lindenwood College. Lindenwood and Lindenwood, Lindenwood, Where's Lindenwood. All right, you ready? St. Charles, the one yeah. with Bobo closed, I think. St. Charles. Okay, I got this beautiful theater over. I didn't know. You know that. who's coming? Who? Tower of Power. Never what? heard of him. Sally, you ever heard of him? I have not. <laughs> well, it sounds like a great show. Smash. Um, as far as the Super Bowl, did that bring back? Did that bring back any memories for you as having been the Smash Band performing at the Super? Bowl? Was that Super Bowl? Did you go to Atlanta? Was that was, Atlanta? Was that the first one or the second? <clears throat> Atlanta was the first one, and you were there. You were. I was there, you man. Were performing for the uh, tail. Well, tell us about that. Uh, they wouldn't fly the band down there, but they flew me down there. Two <laughs> two reasons because uh, Smash Band was the official tailgate party band of the St. Louis Rams. Hey guys, hold my bag. I got a I got a flight to catch. <laughs> <laughs> no, they wouldn't pay for the band. Okay. <clears throat> a multi-million dollar operation, but they wouldn't pay for the event. So I went down there and I got together with another band that was playing in Atlanta. And I went up and sang a couple, two, three songs with them for the St. Louis crowd that was right in front of the stadium right there. And they were cheering and everything. And we did, in fact, got to go to work. They learned yeah. got to go to work and it worked out all right. I'd rather had smash band down there, but I was the, production voice of the Rams for 12 years. And so they sent me down there and uh, can I give you a quick Ram story? Yeah, absolutely. This, this is one of the things that pissed me off. I got a, a couple of buddies, Vern and Todd. All right. So good friends of mine, I'm down there in Atlanta. Hey, what room are you staying in? They show up the next day. All right. Winds up. I can't throw them out because I had this beautiful room by myself. And so they slept on the floor. So I call this guy, <clears throat> Mike Moiner, I believe it was Mike's last name. He was the main dude for Georgia Frontier and the owner of the Rams. And I said, Mike, man, I got a couple of friends in. Do you think you can give me a couple of tickets? Don't worry about a smash. Got you covered. Next day, tickets are at the uh, at my door. And I pick Super them up. Bowl <clears throat> yeah. For Vern and Todd. Uncle right. Todd? No, not Uncle Todd. <laughs> uh, Vernon Todd. So 
Burnside, here's your tickets. I didn't even look at them. Just gave them to him. So I wind up with tickets in the end zone, all right? And that's, to use layman's terms, kind of a, not a, a prosperous seating arrangement. Let's put it that way. Anyway, it was where Isaac Bruce caught the catch, and we saw him come in, and everybody's going nuts. So that was good. But afterwards, Vernon Todd come back to the room. I say, hey, man, how'd you guys sit? Where'd you sit? Oh, we were right on the 50-yard line, <laughs> just straight up from the uh, – and Mike had given them two tickets from Georgia Frontiers uh, seating arrangement uh, over there, and oh, I was no. – Semi-pissed, uh, but, you know, I mean, me and Vernon Todd were still uh, straight. Well, you, boy, were pissed, you were pissed about the rest of the uh, Smash Band field that was stranded back home. Yeah, that, was, that wasn't right, because we did a lot, a lot of good I stuff. I thought you were going to say, oh, we got them a bus, and they met us down there. Uh, no, they should have <laughs> flown everybody. We made them a lot of money, man. Yeah, I remember that the, the tailgate. a lot of money in the par- uh, tailgate parties This over is there. so unfortunate. This is the last I'm going to talk about the Rams, because I'm over the bitterness you know, I feel like oh, there's wants, bitterness. Oh, I just mean like, whatever. It's it's at this point, you know, we're never gonna get an NFL team. The Rams are never. Gonna you don't think that. so? No, I don't think so. Detroit Lions. Um, but somebody made a good point the other day. They were talking about just how uh, there was an opportunity to, you know, maybe when Georgia Frontier was still the owner, we could have done something. You know, if if we had leaders that had any sort of foresight to keep them here, and I think that's a great point because she loves St. Louis. It yeah. wasn't until she died. She was from St. Louis. She was from St. Louis, moved out to L.A. as a, yep. was she a playmate, a playboy playmate. Uh, she worked she in the playboy, uh, playboy club. She yeah. married the guy who owned the Rams. Yeah. She inherited the team. Yeah. They then moved to St. Louis because, yep. well, she had roots here, but, I mean, I yeah. think it was more so, no, you know, we had already built a stadium. Yeah. So it made sense. The Rams coming to St. Louis. And and she was, at the time, John Shaw, who was the president of the Rams, made a smart business move, which yep. was to put the uh, – the top third tier clause, which said yep. if, if the Rams, if the St. Louis stadium is not in the top one third of, of NFL stadiums, that's right. They can break their lease. Right. But I mean, that was a pretty old deal when, you know, she was still alive. And if someone had stepped up and said, anticipated that being an issue down the road, maybe she would have agreed to get rid of that provision. Yeah. I mean, think about how different things would be. Well, actually it was, there were 10 year check marks where they had to, be at the top tier. So the first round in 2005, That's Georgia right. agreed, okay, I'll waive the top right. 25% if you make some renovations. You know, they grind it up, added a couple clubs, added the new scoreboards, and she was fine with that. But, of course, when Stan came along, he took it literally. <laughs> yeah, as, as any smart businessman would. Yeah, um, yeah but it's, it's just, you know, you think about what could have been with the riverfront, um, well, Maybe Fred, had, and if, if she had kept owning the team, or at least, you know, I, I don't, I mean, I guess he still probably would have ended up buying it from uh, her heirs, but at least maybe at that point the, the deal would have been different and maybe he would have been more committed. I still think he would have bought the team even if he couldn't have moved him. Yeah. Maybe he would have tried to move him anyway. I don't know. But well, um, it's really unfortunate to look back at, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. but I mean, we were asleep at the wheel and it wasn't until it was frankly too late. Did the governor That's did right. other people start really paying attention and trying to do something to keep them here? Yeah. So well, we got uh, nobody to blame but ourselves. A friend of mine uh, had a great idea, and that was to build a stadium right across from the arch on the Illinois side. Yep. And that would have been a grand place. And instead of looking at some old 
sawmill or whatever's across the river from the, the arch. You'd have this beautiful stadium over there. Uh-huh. Who was Hotels. that guy? Do you know that who that me. guy was? That was, was? It was you. 2010, I wrote a paper That's a great about idea. No, no, 20, 2007, I wrote a, great I wrote idea. a paper for my, uh, yep. my senior year uh, recreation, sport, and tourism class. That was actually a major. Yep. You could get at Illinois. It was recreation, sport, and tourism. You, what kind of grade you get for that, man? A. I oh, of course. Yeah, we've had a friend of the show, Michael Raycraft, Professor Raycraft, uh-huh. was my professor. That guy who's was, been on with us? Yeah, he's been on with us. Yeah. I think we talked about Lou Henson. He came on. To I believe that's right. Yeah, I forgot guy. about that. That's great right. guy. And yeah, I got an A on the paper. Nice. Ace the course. Yeah. But the football stadium never came to fruition. Yeah. Unfortunately. Well, <laughs> I liked the, the Super Bowl. I was not happy with who won, but... Uh, I'd have loved to seen Cincinnati win, but I don't think that uh, they could have because the karma was all in favor of the Rams. Well, there's the the Bengals had every chance to win that game. They I did. don't think it was about the officiating. I mean, the Bengals outplayed the Rams overall. The Rams had no offense. It seemed like for for most of the game, yeah, they didn't have. Well, how about when that player. guy grabbed his uh, uh, the face mask uh, when he was catching that pass? The Bengals guys catching the pass. He that was a beautiful with, face mask uh, grab, man. He got away with one. But honestly, it's such a forgettable Super Bowl, and that's the one thing I'll take away from it. Well, even yeah. like the post sell like there was little to no attention given to the yeah. Rams for having won. I saw their uh, little rally and parade. It was pretty embarrassing. So, yeah. Look, I the stadium's beautiful. I'm sure, you know, they'll have a nice, nice run out there, you know, attendance wise with with fans coming from other from other <laughs> visiting teams to come there. But like it's never that that LA is never going to be fully behind the Rams. Right. And I don't even. I really don't understand how they're going to have two football teams. Yeah, when uh, there are more Cincinnati fans in the stadium. Oh, I'm sure there were. Then yeah. there were Rams sure fans. Were. Yeah, yeah no that's right. It. All right, listen to the Mark Milton show. We're going to yep. take a break. Come back. Uh, we got to take a little breather here. Smash and I've been winded. We're winded after we're the rolling first segment. This we're is rolling. the Mark Milton show with the Smash broadcasting from yep. the Miller Furniture Studios. Don't forget about Miller Furniture and their half price sale going on now. Through February 22nd, you can check out all of their items online at MillerFurniture.com. It's M-U-E-L-L-E-R Furniture.com. You can shop at one of their three locations, Belleville, Lake St. Louis, and their newest location in Ellisville, 1.2 miles east of Clarkson Road. This is the Mark Milton Show with the Smash.